0: Welcome to the long shot. It's a podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Sean Connor. with me today on the podcast as ever. The other host of the podcast, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. And so, uh, we continue. We, we, we just recorded 10 minutes ago for the previous episode.
1: <laughs> and we barely had anything to say in that episode.
0: And now we're back together for the next episode. Uh, so I'll, I'll 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 start because we spoke we always start the show the same we like to call checking in i, I always i always want to introduce people who are listening for the first time you know to be like wait, wait, wait what's he, he, he just started talking about something what's going on <laughs> right <so> now disoriented. <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't get it what's happening right now um but uh so i'll 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 start i uh because my assumption is we're picking up new listeners by the by the oh, bucket full of thousands the, you know um, no, I, I, I understand um, I went last weekend to see I had talked on the last episode about how I would see Hamilton so that was kind of a wild experience being in the same in the same room with A thousand other Human beings uh, Human beings but also Theatrically oriented people You know like we We all had something in common which is a love for Musical theater right I'm assuming that there wasn't anybody there
1: At least an interest Yeah, I'm I'm,
2: I'm
0: assuming there wasn't anybody there Who was like I can't believe Against
1: their will I'm going to pay You know upwards of $200 Right
0: Uh, this is insane Um So at least there's a sort of a mutual admiration for that. And then on Sunday after our podcast recording, we had our last recording on Sunday and I went to see the New York Knicks, a basketball team, play the Los Angeles Clippers, who as it happens are also a basketball team. They played at, uh, yeah, it would have been, Terrible if they played a different type of team, you know. It, well, a, it
1: would have been challenging for one. Depending of on who's, yeah, <laughs> or
0: both. If they played a totally different sport, that's true. You know? A third.
1: If sport.
2: They played
0: the. If they if the New York Knicks played the New York Yankees in football, who knows? Anything could happen. It's anybody's game. Right. I think the Knicks would win. I think baseball players generally are are less fit and certainly shorter. That's
2: um, yeah. <laughs> <Shots> fine. <laughs>
0: Dear Mr. Conroy, sincerely <laughs> yours, the New York Yankees. Uh, but anyway, again, it was kind of crazy to be in this in this room with these people all watching this basketball game, and we were we had tickets right. Well, they were row one. We had row one seats. Now, That's,
1: have you ever had that?
0: Before? We had sat in the same seats once before because I get them from a friend of mine. Uh,
1: Amazing jack nicholson
0: right well except no that's not true because even though that's what i was going to say is that the seats are row one and so you look at them and you go holy shit we're row one and as bob Eucher used to say in the beer commercial must be in the front row and Actually, row one is like the fourth row. So I'm not sure how that works. Oh, is there
1: like negative four? I don't know
0: if they yeah, if they go down from zero after that, like
1: It because there's like pretty good seats.
0: No, they are, (laughs) but but they're they're the they're the closest row that's actually built into the
1: oh right
0: arena, and then after that it's all folding chairs. So I don't know, I don't know what those seats. So,
1: like because Jack Nicholson's the folding chair folding guy. chairs, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, you say Jack Nicholson, I say Spike Lee because Spike Lee is the New York Knicks version, and of I'm the guy who sits on from the floor,
1: Los yeah, Los Angeles uh,
0: Lakers. Uh, but it was, you know, it was obviously it was great fun. The Knicks were for whatever they're they're, they're not a good team. Like they're very mediocre, uh, and they just absolutely destroyed the clippers so that oh
2: really yeah so that (laughs) was fun yeah um
0: but it was funny because i mean you do think about you're like oh we're we're in the first row we're going to be able to it's going to be incredible and then right in front of us was the table full of television announcers with monitors and sound equipment and light poles and whatever. So it was still, it was still an obstructed view, That's you know, so funny. Like, did you
1: find yourself watching the monitors and you're like, wait, I'm definitely, here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes like I was definitely, yeah. yep.
0: I was like, I'm watching the game <laughs> that is 10 feet from me on a television screen <sighs> right now. Uh, but that was cool. We got to see Walt, uh Clyde Frazier up close, who is like a all-time great Nick and a snappy dresser and loves to rhyme words. So uh that was fun. And yeah, it was just it was just cool. And then it was really funny because of course, like a nerd. Well I don't know if it was really fun. I, I thought it was funny. Not funny, but it was interesting. I Don't know, I'll, I'll let people judge okay. for themselves because I might think it was funny, but somebody else might be like, That's not really funny, that's just
1: like notable. Something for,
0: happened, yeah. yeah. Um, but of course, I was wearing one of my Knicks jerk like shooting shirts. I don't have jerseys, I have what they call shooting shirts, is what the players wear over their jerseys before the game. So I had one of those on. <laughs> When we were coming out of the, it was just great. Well, first of all, let me just tell this story. So my friend who I was with, friend of the podcast, Andy Secunda, he and I had gone to years ago. We went to see a giant game at giant stadium in New York at the giants were playing the Carolina Panthers in that game. And we, My family has season tickets to the Giants. Great seats, like 50-yard line, third upper deck, not row one. Well, row one on the third level. So you're really (laughs) like looking over everything. And you're not blocked by the announcer's TV monitors, uh, which, of course, the announcers don't sit on the field. They sit way up high because that's the best place to see a football game, which is where we were. But we went – We were both living in L.A. We flew back to New York and it was right around Christmas time. So it was late or after Christmas. So it was late in the season, which meant that New York and Carolina were competing for a playoff spot. Whoever won the game would get into the playoffs, which made it very high stakes for everybody that was there. So. We're sitting there, and the way the seats are set up at, at uh, Giant Stadium, you're staggered with the people in front of and behind you. So in between the two of us, the guy right in front of us – or I'm trying to remember. He, he, I think he was right behind us. Yeah, he was because we were in the first row. So the guy right behind us was leaning over and not consciously getting in between us. But screaming at the top of his lungs the entire time, oh screaming, God. so angry at the refs, like, do your jobs, refs, do your jobs, like screaming, screaming to an annoying degree where Andy and I were both kind of looking at each other like, all right, pal. This is a much. Take Take it down a notch, you know. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, Amber just had to step out to take care of her dog for a moment. I don't know what happened. Like the dog was very excited and barking, and now it's completely silent. Did you ever see the miniseries The Holocaust in the 1970s with Michael York?
1: Oh, but I'm familiar with the topic.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's a moment where the people trying to escape from somewhere are hiding in the sewer, and there's a baby crying, and everybody's oh. looking at the baby, and eventually yes, the mother very- smothers the smothers the baby. So I just, you know, I hope Smudgy's okay. I yeah, he's fine.
1: Okay. I, I bribed him with a bully stick. I don't know if it's the best dog parenting, but it's going to get a bully us.
0: stick. Wow. I didn't know he was a uh, Teddy Roosevelt fan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what a bully <laughs> stick is. I just think that's I something think it's Teddy a, Roosevelt would I carry. think it's
1: a dried cow's penis, but I could be wrong.
0: That definitely is something that Teddy Roosevelt would carry. <laughs> Okay. Didn't he used to say walk softly and carry a dried cow's penis? Wasn't that one of his things? Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: And I guess you'd say bull cow is girl, right?
0: Yeah, right. Walk softly and carry a girl's penis.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm so sorry. So you're at the game. The guy. Uh, Okay. So the guy keeps, he's like, come on, like,
0: like so loud that both of us are. We're side-eyeing each other and rear-eyeing him while he's screaming. And ultimately, there's no way he can not be aware that we're both like, what the fuck, man? Come on. And finally, he just looks at both of us and he goes, guys, look. I'm a garbage man in Staten Island. This is all I got, okay? I'm sorry. And so we're like, okay. And then the Giants. It's an
1: Eddie Pepitone character.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a garbage man from Staten Island, but I do poetry on the side, and I love <laughs> philosophy, and I'm very intellectual, but I'm also doing things with my hands all the time. Um. <laughs> Ultimately, the Giants win the game. It's a close game. The Giants win. Time runs out. The guy... <laughs> The guy snatches the hat off Andy's head and starts rubbing his head, like just starts, you know, and and it just was so funny because Andy's not like a physically forthcoming, like he's not like, hey, right. buddy, right, right, right. you know. So it was hilarious. And then as we were walking out, it was crazy because people were hugging each other and you know, whatever. And this was a very different situation because it's a really mediocre team that doesn't (laughs) have a chance to get into the playoffs.
1: And not the home team.
0: And not the right, not the home team. So it's not like it was packed with fans, was mostly Clippers fans. Although, anywhere, anytime New York teams go anywhere in the country, there's always a large contingent of New York fans.
1: It's a big city.
0: Yeah. And and lots of people grow up there and leave to go somewhere else. Um, but so the Knicks just destroyed the Clippers and I have my Knicks jersey on. And as we're, as we're walking out, I can't even remember how it happened. Like, I guess we were just walking through the hallway and this older African American gentleman, very heavy set guy, also wearing a Knicks jersey, just both of us have masks on and he just kind of walks towards me and puts his fists up and goes, yeah, man, we
1: did it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you were gonna think I say was somebody... like,
0: yes, we did. <laughs>
1: I thought What's you were that? gonna say somebody took Andy's hat off and No, no, no. That would have been
0: that would have been great. Like if first that guy did that to me in a very cool way, and then somebody else came along and like tackled Andy and jumped up and down <laughs> with him, that would have been amazing. Uh but it was just really funny. Like I was like, Yeah, we did do it, didn't we? Like, let's Small victories, my friend. Small victories. Let's that feel. I, let's yeah. feel good while we can.
1: Embrace you know? the joy. Uh, but anyway, it was it
0: was it was a fun game. It was you know it's again it's it's a little bit weird to be around that many people all at once. Um, there were. <laughs> it's also funny to be up that close at an NBA basketball game and see. Some of the people who show up to sit close women, particularly dressed in ways that are not like, Hey, I'm a basketball fan, you know, mm-hmm. more like it was either this or studio 54.
1: Right, right. Right. right, um, Trying to catch someone's attention.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was interesting. It was, it was a little bit, I don't know. I, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's interesting.
1: Hmm. Hubba, hubba, no.
0: I mean, certainly on one level, but on another (laughs) level, it just feels like a tremendous amount. Like, yeah, visually, you're like, holy shit. But there's also an element of desperation there.
1: It's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, I hope it works out, but maybe not, you know? Mm. Um, So anyway, but the game was fun. The game was fun. A couple of huge... Huge plays. It's also funny because I'm familiar with basketball courts. Like I know what size they are, I know how big they are, you know, and basketball courts feel big to me. But watching these guys on the court, it felt tiny. Like they're so big. Yeah. It was like, oh, there's not a lot of space for these guys. Just
1: a couple steps this way, a couple steps that way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Totally. That was my big event. Of that's
1: big. When's the last time do you think that you went to a basketball game?
0: It was like three years ago. You know, same same seats, same location. Um, It was interesting because I also went another time uh, to a Clippers game where somebody had season tickets, but they were in like the seventh row. (laughs) Well. That was, that's true. I was, (laughs) my standards standards have changed. Uh, But that was more like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, nine years ago, 10 years ago. But I just wonder how much things have changed because when I went and sat in the seventh row, one of the things I thought was really cool about it was I could hear the players talking to each other, Mm. talking to the refs. It, It was fascinating to hear them like swearing at each other, yelling at each other, complimenting each other, arguing with the refs, Right, the refs telling them to shut up and like stop giving me a hard time about that. Like it was really, really interesting. And this time being there, there was not a moment for the entire time from the time we got there we got there 45 minutes before the game started until the end of the game where there was a second where you could hear anything but cranked up music or screaming or something from the PA system. Like they just went from song to song to song to the Star Spangled Banner to another song to a dance song to a let's go Clippers to a. Right, you know, it just was like holy shit, and
1: it wasn't like second. that three years ago,
0: or no longer than that. But no, it wasn't. There was, and I don't know if it was, uh, just the specific night this mm. this particular night because it was like I don't know what they call it, but it was like Latin night? X night. No, 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 it was like <laughs> Latin X night. So they were playing a lot of like different types of like in Spanish music, mm-hmm. and you know. So I don't know if that was a choice for that night or if that's what it's like all the time. But I really was like, I would like if there was like a one minute period, just once in a while where we can hear the roar of the crowd and the, the crack of the bat and the, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, there just wasn't, there was not a second that wasn't something going on you
1: know, I'm all, I'm all about, um, silence <laughs> the way I even said that sentence, but yeah, um, no, it
0: worked out. Like I, you demonstrated it right in the middle,
1: <laughs> but, um, I mean, I love music. I love podcasts. I love TV, all of that, mm-hmm. but I need, I've, I've learned with age, like I need a healthy amount of the day to not include any, like there's always going to be noise. We live in a city, but, um, I, without me adding additional noise. Yeah. And it took me a long time to realize that. But it's like my mental health is so much better. And I have friends who are the exact opposite. I went on a weekend trip and I swear to God, it like they had a um a music mix playing like the second we woke up mm-hmm. to the second we went to bed. And I was like, can we have like five minutes yeah. like, <laughs> And I again I like music. I'm not, I don't want to sound like the Grinch, but no. it's it's like you appreciate it more if there's some
0: It's also interesting because it's so space. it's it's yeah. so accessible now. Like I right here from where I'm sitting right here, I could turn on speakers throughout my whole apartment. I could right. play literally any music that's ever been recorded. I could right. put the TV on. I could play books through like I have audio books I could play through the thing. like there's so many different versions of sounds you could get information you could get in your, you know, into your head. And I I also find it. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people, you know, there's a whole thing with writing where it's like, what's my, what's my writing mix? What do I listen Mm. to while I write? And I get that and I have that, but I also find myself a lot of the time being way more productive if it's just quiet now the problem is (laughs) this is gonna sound like a crazy problem because it's really not a problem but well one thing is there's somebody in this building who is a singer who gives singing lessons so from the time I wake up in the morning there's always like faintly in the distance you you just hear somebody going
2: "Oh, oh oh oh
0: Oh, uh, and you're
2: like,
0: <laughs> um, but there's also, and it's been a long time, and I think it is the same fucking bird. There's a morning dove that just hangs out right outside my door all the time, and and <clears throat> sings its morning dove song, which is fine but it's it's just very repetitive and very loud and i can just hear it when i'm in here all the time you know so when that happens i do feel like i have to turn on music just so it's not the same thing over and over again and it's funny because i went out the other day and you know there's a stairway right outside my door and there's a landing there and the morning dev was on the landing just hanging out on the railing of the landing so 10 feet from my front door and that's why it was so loud so i go out there and it does not move it's like i don't give a shit who you are where (laughs)
1: this is my town
0: it was like this is a bird why is it not flying away that's the second i come out here nope doesn't care
2: i
1: i call my parents a lot while i'm going for a walk around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. and like i'll have earbuds in you get it but yeah. they they more than once they're like where are you like an aviary <laughs> or something because it's like i don't i guess because it is so constant like we have some loud ass birds yeah always wildlife in los angeles and it's like the tiki room
0: yeah and a dog too
1: mm-hmm. smudgy there's a bully stick yeah
0: walk softly and carry a bully stick <laughs> it's a cow's penis <laughs> just like Aww. a girl has a penis Aww, uh, all right so amber checking in what's going on
1: yeah well um sorry about everything going on with spongy it, today jeff went into the office all day mm. and um, then had a, his first like work happy hour in three years um Mm. and just like me seems like
0: people might let loose a little bit
1: well and you know there's like a large percentage of his team he's never met in person the way things are and um yeah i don't know it's it'll be interesting because he was concerned he's like i might have to like fake drink because he's like i don't i'm I'm now one of the elder. Like, I can't be just, like, talking shit to these young kids Mm. the first time they meet me. Like, I have to keep myself in check. Um, But this sounds like a Jeff checking in, but it does relate to me. Like, it was so strange this morning. He woke up early, Mm. like, when we first get back from our walk because he had to, like, shower and eat breakfast and put on clothes and get into a car all before... 9 a.m. And um, yeah, he was like, this is hard and weird. This is going to be a really big adjustment. If we ever Mm -hmm. have to do it full time. And um,
0: which hopefully we will at some point. Right.
1: Well, I don't really ever want to go back to the office.
0: (laughs) You just want to work from home.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll go back for like meetings that are important, but I don't
0: Christmas party.
1: I don't see the need. I'm I've, proven that i'm pretty productive and i don't love driving or parking or gas mm-hmm. i get so much more
0: by the um, way have you heard about the gas it's so expensive at this point it's like I 11 dollars a gallon or something
1: it doesn't affect me i don't go anywhere
0: <laughs> nice
1: um but yeah i had the the house it was just me and smudgy all day long mm-hmm. and it was strange because i realized it's never like that. Like we right. don't um,
0: years. <laughs> exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and it was it was nice, but it, it because all day long normally a normal day, Jeff is in this office that I'm currently in and I'm out front working and we're silently working. It's not like we're constantly interacting or talking. Mm-hmm. Um you know like we'll maybe have a break together or lunch, but it's not like all day long he and i are
0: you're doing like, your own thing
1: yeah 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 but it still felt different like i don't know the right. the, the quiet was quieter <laughs> i don't know how to explain you it you
0: and smudgy are just hanging out you're telling him about a dream you had last night where you had sex with the babysitter <laughs> you're like what if we what if we got some hookers to come over and just sold sold spots to the local high school kids
2: huh smudgy Smudgy
0: was like yeah smudgy was like amber i don't have to pay for it
1: yeah uh he does he has to pay for it (laughs) (laughs) um but but yeah and and i i don't know i'm it's also making it feel like going back is happening but it doesn't feel like the covid numbers are necessarily all so that weird. good we're just yeah. all deciding that it's good enough mm-hmm. i don't i i i find it puzzling
0: i haven't read it but which makes me an authority on on mm-hmm. quoting uh but there is an article that came out in the atlantic yesterday that was basically like how did this much death just become acceptable yeah. you know like for I don't know. I don't know what the statistics are. And the whole article is just statistics, but it's something like, you know, 15% of the population had someone who died that they know.
1: That's and a lot.
0: There's like hundreds of thousands of kids who are missing a parent at this point. Um, but, you know, it's like, well, what are you going to do? We got to go back to work.
1: But the economy, baby. Yeah. the Economy.
0: Um, And, and, you know, some of the st- statistics they have are about how many people died in a given war, how many people died? I mean, you know, more people died yesterday than died in nine 11 and yet no one cares right. because what can you do? You know? Um, right. It's really, it's it. And I do think it's complicated, you know? Um, <laughs> There's like a whole thing now of more people died under Biden than died under Trump. And uh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Smudgy. I do think that that's fucked up to say that. I didn't realize that even though Smudgy emulates Theodore Roosevelt, he's not by nature a Republican. He's more of a Democrat. Um,
1: He's like, don't say that about Biden. (laughs) He's my favorite. He's the only president I ever knew.
0: Anyway, I guess I should have read this article before this because it definitely applies to what you're talking about. Yeah, we are. We're moving on. We're just like done, done, done. Uh, Time to move on.
1: Well, and like the masks are not a thing anymore, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, they're optional. They're optional. So like a lot of people were wearing them at the basketball game. A lot of people, they were not optional at the theater, at the theater. You management. had to have a mask on the whole time. That was their choice. And they had, to their credit, they had people walking up and down the aisles going, can you put your mask over your nose, please? Like, Oh, wow. You couldn't really do that. I mean, it was it was very irritating that they were doing that while King George was singing. <laughs> but no, they didn't do it while the show was going on. So who knows what, what people were doing during right. the show. But they were very insistent that you were supposed to wear your mask the whole time. You know? Um, I went out to breakfast this morning. I had a breakfast meeting. We call them a breakfast meeting. It's your uh, favorite meal. Yeah, I love. That's what I said at breakfast. I told the guy I was with. I was like, "This is my favorite." You this know, is I a big breakfast. deal. <laughs> yeah, I love going out, and it was a place I had never been for breakfast before, and that's always exciting. Uh, it was in Taluka Lake. Say,
1: okay, I thought you were gonna say Eagle Rock. It feels like we've had a lot of. <laughs> Your trips end up in Eagle Rock.
0: No, I, I I was supposed to go to lunch in Eagle Rock last week because I was talking about how great the place I had been in Eagle Rock was. Yeah. And I just said to a couple of people, like, just for future reference, there's a place out in Eagle Rock I really liked. We should go there sometime. And they were like, yeah, let's go to Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock is great. Let's go to Eagle Rock for the
1: food. <laughs> They'd be like, are you making fun of me?
0: <laughs> and I was like. I don't want to drive 45 minutes to go to lunch this yeah. week. Like, we'll do it at some point for a special yeah. occasion. Uh, and then it became that I was too fussy and, you know, oh, whatever. Boy. I was like, you guys, like, it is inconvenient for all of us to go to Eagle Rock. <laughs> None of us lives
1: anywhere near there. Right. You know, that is what's so interesting to me about all your stories ending up in Eagle Rock. It's like <laughs> Eagle Rock is, is closer for me slightly. Mm-hmm. still not very close, but for you, it's, it's quite a distance.
0: Well, and what that tells you is that whoever I am meeting is somebody who does not want who's, to be inconvenienced, you know, right. who's like in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Uh, but no, this was in Toluca Lake, and I definitely did say it, during the course of our conversation, I did mention how breakfast was my was my favorite meal. But what was interesting about this place was it there was lots of outside seating. Mm-hmm. I came in. And there was, there were many, many open tables. There was nobody really sit. I mean, there were a few people having breakfast, but there, it wasn't packed by any stretch of the imagination. And I walked from the, there was a lot behind the restaurant and I walked around from the lot and there was a big opening in that. They had plastic. I don't know what you call it. Like tarps.
2: Okay. Tarps, but, but, but see-through. like see-through type. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. And So they had those around part of the patio and there was an opening, but there were big cones in front of the opening with a big sign that said, this is not an entrance. Do not come in, keep walking. So you had to walk all the way around to the front of the restaurant. Then you get to the front of the restaurant and there is a velvet rope across the front and you have to like check in with somebody at the front door before you can even walk inside. And I was like, wow, they're really still taking the whole thing very seriously now they weren't because they didn't like ask for vaccination cards or ask for you to wear a mask or anything like that uh but it was just like it's i feel like everywhere you go there's like different interpretations of what is the right thing to do and what's not the right thing to do you know
1: 100 and i bet a lot of this is just a guess i have no insider knowledge but I bet a lot of systems were put in place at restaurants and just like anything. So you kind of keep doing it, even right. if it doesn't fully make sense or mm-hmm. is required. It's just like, well, this is the system is how we, we do have. It now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then, yeah. And then, so I feel like anytime I go into a place at this point, like a restaurant a or a coffee shop or whatever, Everybody in there, to me, seems to be wearing a mask. Like, that seems to be a thing. Um, but then I stopped for coffee on my way back from Toluca Lake. And that place. You got
1: coffee after breakfast? Are you insane?
0: There's no, there's no, well, I did run a couple of, or <laughs> attempted to run a couple of errands. But I also can never have too much coffee. Um, oh, Wow. It's also a way, I think, for me of interacting with the world at this point of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could just go home and make coffee in my coffee maker, as I've done three times a day for 365 days a year for the last two years. I could do that. But I could also go in and go, hey, how's it going? Yeah, give me a coffee. Mm-hmm. Ah, that was rewarding, you know. And
1: then be upset that it took too long. You're right. right.
0: <laughs> um, And uh, anyway, I went into this place and that nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like they are, they are done with it, you know? Um, Haven't
1: haven't you found too, um, I don't love the quality of me. I think we hinted at this on the last podcast, but if I'm at a place where no one's wearing a mask, I'm freaked out. But I also am like, it's like the peer pressure thing, like I guess mm-hmm. I should take off my mask. Like
0: it is noticeable. Not yeah. Not- yeah. I don't I, I feel like for me, I'm like, I just am wearing my mask whenever I can, but I do get what you're saying of like, I guess I'm not supposed to be doing this
1: right now. Like, am I the weirdo? Am, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's crazy how quickly the peer pressure kicks in.
0: Yeah, I guess she, I guess this asshole doesn't like what the CDC has to say. <laughs> You know, um, I know, I know, smudgy. So, what else? Oh, Amber's gone, she left. what is, What's going on, Columbo? Oh, she's back.
1: Columbo's not here, it's uh, Elliot oh. Gould.
0: Oh, Elliot Gould. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, we have um, his and hers. Paintings of grizzled 70s icons. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Smoking, in fact. Um,
0: Both smoking, yeah. Smoking was big in the 70s.
1: Yeah, it was big for a long time until pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? I I don't know. I don't really have much else. I, (sighs) yeah, I don't know. I don't have much else for checking in.
0: All right. Well, I guess we should take a break and then do parting shots. People are going to be people are going to be so bummed out that this episode is not an hour and a half long.
1: Oh, we will still get there because we'll like
0: in detail <laughs> describe
1: the plot points of a movie. Oh, that makes me. Oh, yeah. You have to watch. You have. to. I didn't watch
0: it. I, I, I got shit from sam on twitter this week that I, I probably
1: haven't. have to re-watch because i don't really remember any details mm-hmm. enough to to have insight but just that it was wonderful. well that can be
0: our plan for now. Ne- tune in next week folks to find we'll out watch what the final episode of la brea <laughs> <laughs> and Sounds uh great. we'll do a recap podcast um i have been looking at a lot of recaps first of all there's two shows i've been watching one of them just. Started on Netflix and the other one was on Netflix for the last, I don't know. But obviously, I have nothing to do. So I start watching shows and I just don't stop until I'm done with the show. What are you talking
1: about? You're working on eight projects.
0: I'm talking about at like midnight or whatever, <laughs> you know, when I'm like, Ugh, I don't feel like working anymore. Um, but there's two shows and I think they are concurrent in terms of time period. Like one is called Vikings Valhalla, and the other is called The Last. What is it called? The Last Viking? Or the. the It's not The Last Viking, it's The Last Something or Other.
1: We are serving.
0: very
1: different programming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I mean, they're both in the top 10 on Netflix right now. Um, But uh, it's very funny to me. Because in both of them, the way you know if somebody's a Viking, because both of them are about the Vikings who've started living in England or whatever. The way you know somebody's a Viking is if they speak perfect English, but with a slight accent. Like all the Vikings are like, I tried to tell you before that it is going to be a difficult time for us to try to make sure the corn grows in the field because we are in a different season right now from when we usually grow corn in the field back where we live when we are Vikings. Now we are in England and we, you know, and and then the, the British people are just like, oh, it looks like the Vikings are here to stay. We're going to have to try to get rid of them. <laughs> it's true on both shows that there is no discernible difference except a slight difference in accent. I mean I guess I guess that's not slight, but um so anyway, I'm watching a lot of a lot of Vikings, a lot of sword fights. Both shows had human sacrifice in them recently, which I thought was a hilarious coincidence um because I feel like on both of both shows they were probably like look we got to push the envelope a little bit there's no
1: way any other shows doing this yeah
0: yeah how do we (laughs) push the envelope and then both of them had human sacrifice um in very different ways but is
1: that a thing in viking culture i don't
0: know i wanted to look that up but i just i was too busy before this uh looking for my microphone so i didn't have time uh okay let's take a break and then we'll come back and we'll do An hour about basically nothing.
1: Great. Can't wait.
0: Another hour. uh okay we're back you are listening did you start the recording yet
1: yes we're recording
0: oh that whole thing was recording
1: no i just did went right before you said and we're back because i'm good at this
0: (laughs) you can tell what's happening you know what's going on now that we've done this over 400 times you know exactly what uh we're back you are listening to the long shot it is a podcast it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call parting Shots, uh, I guess I will continue the progression and go first today. Um, and I guess I really have two things and I don't want to get into one of them too deep, but I will say I miss performing live. I guess it started up again in some places but not in places that I was regularly welcome at. So it's been hard to figure out how to go back to that. Um, But I, as you said, and as I've alluded to, have all these other things going on. And the difficulty is those things always involve lots and lots of other people and their opinions and how things should go and their notes and changing things and whatever, as opposed to just getting up on stage and doing whatever the fuck I want and whether it works or doesn't work. Um, It's, it's a weird Hollywood is a weird place where so much of it is set up for people who are involved in the process to tell you you're wrong about what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and they're doing it because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't totally thought this through, but it's like people want to make money
1: mm, as opposed
0: to <laughs> as opposed to.
1: I, I found that myself. <laughs>
0: As opposed to people want to be creative.
1: Right. So or if or you're make, coming sure.
0: into it yeah. from a creative point of view and going, but this is interesting and different and weird and I know it can work and it's fun and whatever.
1: It's almost speaking a different language. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. 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 Because people are like, but how are we going to make money with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is, those are the people that get stuff made and right. you have to deal with those people. Right. And I'm in the process, just the very beginning of the process of dealing with that right now. And I just have found it difficult. You know, I have found it disheartening to go fuck. Like (laughs) it's frustrating. You know Um, it's funny when uh, I had a meeting yesterday and talked a bunch about this project and the person said back to me, this is what I'm hearing. And what they were hearing was absolutely not.
1: Oh, interesting. What
0: I wanted them to hear, nor I think was it what What I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) And I've done that. They
1: just like made,
0: yeah, they made a decision right away based on probably based on something I said that was, not Mm. that was a little bit tangential to the whole thing Mm. and that colored the way they heard latched onto it Yeah. yeah and and that's not good uh but you know i i have been in classes at this i've been teaching classes so much where i give notes to people and i'm like this is what it says in your script this is what i take away from your script and people then, and, I, and I've and i had to, and it doesn't always work, but I have said to people when I'm giving them notes on their script, I I, I try to say at this point, I'm going to tell you what I think. And it might sometimes not line up with what your intention is, mm. but be aware that I'm reading it very carefully and I'm taking away from it what's on the page right so I don't want to sit here and have you explain to me that I'm wrong because that's not what you meant and what you actually meant but that's not what you wrote. Yeah. yeah because that's not what he what's here and so this was karmic revenge where this person was going like, okay, this is what I'm taking away from this and part of me was like, that's not what I want you to take away and mm. that's not what I was saying but I was also very aware of like, I can't sit here and go, no, 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 no. Let me re-explain everything I've already said because they heard what they heard, and I just had to figure out how to convey it in a more accurate and right and specific way. Fear them that they're gently. not gonna hear yeah. what they thought they heard. And now I've put up an extra roadblock because to go back to that person, they're gonna be like, oh he's going to tell me about X again. When what I was trying to do was tell them about Y. Right, I'm, right, right. I'm, I'm working on a lot of, uh,
1: a lot of practical
0: well, no, <laughs> mathematical equations. Oh,
1: they're pretty simple. It's just yeah. X. This is yeah. Y. I um I totally agree with you. I have a similar experience and perspective mm-hmm. from a very, from the very end of the process where mm-hmm. um, often are like, when we are launching a new show, our social assets have to be run by the executive in charge of each show, and um, it's so funny're they're, they're so it, it, there's a wide variety in working styles and noting styles, and some are like, "Sure, great." They'll say like, "Hey, that's not the character's name, you know like if there's something glaring mm-hmm. and and those are my favorite executives. <laughs> But then there's ones that you can tell they come from the school of like, I got to get my fingerprints on every single thing. Well,
0: that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and I have yeah.
1: to note everything to death or else it's like, I, I'm not a valid, I'm not an actual executive. Like mm-hmm. they're saying like, can you change the font color? And I had to start being like. No, like that (laughs) isn't like does it look like your show? Like, 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 what are you talking about? You're not the graphic designer here.
0: Well, another another version of that, which I also experienced yesterday, there were there were a couple of people involved, and there were there's a hierarchy, you know, there's the people at the top and then the people not at the bottom, but like in the middle, and then there's me who is like below below the below, like looking up from underneath. No, but, but the people I'm talking to, there's definitely top dogs and, and lower, you know, and, and it was just funny because the person, the people in charge said, you know, here's what I heard you saying and blah, 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 blah. blah. And in my head, I'm like, okay, that's problematic, but I have to fix it. It's very disheartening to hear it, but we're not, we're not getting as far in this meeting as I thought we would. We'll have to regroup in a few weeks or a month or whatever and figure out where we are. then, Then it was the thing you're talking about where it's like somebody else, everybody else has to get their fingerprints on it. And so the people lower down on the food chain are like, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask a couple of questions and they start asking questions that are like, Like if there was a book of like, these are standard questions you should ask at the end of a meeting, it's those questions. And I know like in my head, I'm like, oh, come on. And then I know everybody else is thinking the same thing, but those people think that they're getting something done by doing like, I don't know. It's just such a weird and, you know, in 10 years, those will be the people in charge. So they're not necessarily wrong to say, wanted to chime in and give my two cents which is from the book questions at the end of a meeting for dummies um
1: it's interesting though like i don't know i i, I go both ways in the corporate world because sometimes i'm like i'm gonna suggest this oh my god calm <laughs> down um i'm gonna suggest this and it i'm almost embarrassed that i'm suggesting it because it's so obvious like it's mm-hmm. it's and people are like, wow, what an idea. So like, sometimes you do have to ask the like textbook question. I don't I know. Guess maybe guess that's, maybe I guess that's true, but your meeting, yeah,
0: it felt very paint by numbers, generalities, not specific. Like it felt like it a question that could be asked in any meeting, anytime, anywhere. Um, not like an AA meeting, which is a different kind of meeting, but you know, um, but anyway, it made me miss being on stage where I just make decisions myself about everything. I'm in charge. And it it reminded me, and I've talked about this before, it reminded me of a conversation I had with Lori Kilmartin, guest of the show, friend of the show. Oh my God. Uh but I ran into Lori on a plane. We were both going to New York. She was going to perform at a comedy festival. And I was kind of saying, like, because she was working at Conan. And that's a that's a Hard job where you have to get up early in the morning and be there. And I said, How do you? Because she had maybe I just talked about this, or else I just talked about it somewhere else. But she and I had run into each other a few weeks before that at the improv, back when Jamie was the king of the improv, the godfather. Um, we both were on a show there, and it was a late show. It was like a 10 o'clock show or an 11 o'clock show or something. So it was late at night on a weeknight. And we were both on the show late in the show. So we were sitting in the back together and somebody showed up. I think it was one of the Wayans brothers showed up and just bumped everybody for an hour, for a fucking hour, just stayed on stage doing not a whole lot. And so we were just kind of stuck in the back
1: already braced yourself like for this version of a late night. Like that was already kind of a stretch. So not only did we not uh, go on
0: until midnight. Now we didn't go on until one in the morning.
1: uh,
0: And Lori was like lying down on the bench that we were sitting at, like, and anyway, so I saw her on the plane and I was like, how do you do it? Like, how do you get yourself up and out and go to the clubs and perform on such a regular basis? She said, it's the only time where I feel like I have control over everything. And I thought that was such a such an astute point and i think that is kind of where i'm at right now with all that you know it's like i wish i was doing whatever ask cat or stand up just because i could be the the writer the producer the director the actor put it up on its feet it's done it's over we're doing it as opposed to like what if we did something like this well, I have some questions and also I'm hearing a different thing from what you're saying and let's reconvene in three weeks and talk about it again and see if you guys fixed the problems I pointed out, you know?
1: Yeah. I, um, that was some of my least favorite things about being on a sketch team and it's, it's kind of echoing what you're saying. It, it, it's a very lonely feeling where you're like, am I not expecting expressing myself or the idea clearer because it makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. but um because I know what you said before about teaching a class and and (gasps) you know about what was written but there's been times where I've brought in a sketch and my idea is in there and the the coach would be like what about the exact opposite that's a and I'm that's like, a that's a different and I'm like yeah. i don't like that idea i like my idea that's why i brought it in <laughs> like,
0: yeah. that's a problem Yeah. That's,
1: my pov is this not right. that like that has been said over and, over and over and over and over again <laughs> i don't want to say that again
0: i think you don't understand why it's so interesting that someone would have a cardboard laptop <laughs> what if exactly. it was a real laptop no it's cardboard
1: but I, I I, and I guess it's comedy and it's sketch comedy and it's easier to get in that. But it, the notes always went to like, not always, but often, um, like the broadest trope of like, this is what we think girlfriends do. This is what we think boyfriends do. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but what if we talk about a time that isn't what the stereotype is
0: no okay i think that's i think that's along the same lines because it is compromising your idea for somebody else's idea which to me is one of the great things about working on uh uh, well i guess i'll say television projects is that they are collaborative and you are working with other people but it also does mean compromising Mm
2: -hmm.
0: your vision your idea or not doing that. And people being like, well, we're not, we're just not going to, yeah, we're not going to work with you. We're not going to, and, and, and to be fair to these people, the goal with these projects is to get these people to spend millions of dollars to make millions more of dollars.
1: Right. It's whereas a gamble. Do, so, yeah.
0: Whereas to do an improv show or a sketch show or a stand-up show. Stakes are very low. Very low, yeah. very low. Uh, so that part of it, I understand, but it is just frustrating because it's like, ugh, what are we doing here? You know? So anyway, that's my, that's my parting shot, uh, Amber. Parting shots.
1: My parting shot is um, I'm gonna try to make this quick because I'm like having a meltdown. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. very fun for me. Um, but I was gonna ask you for advice. Mm-hmm. This is fun, light, silly. But um, I think I mentioned it before that Jeff and I have been trying to do like special date nights. Yeah. And so far, they've all been location themed. Mm -hmm. And it's my turn to plan it this weekend. And I was thinking of doing like a New York city one, like um, we could get dressed up and um, like watch a a musical pretending like we're at a Broadway play, but do you have any other as a New Yorker um, ideas of things that we could do at home to make it feel like we're at New York city?
0: Yeah, I think you should. (laughs) <laughs> do you have a closet you can walk into?
1: <laughs> this is our house. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. I mean you could do that too, but I was gonna say you should put a sign on it that says seven IRT and make it the subway, and you have to take the subway to get to the show.
1: <laughs> That's cute. Uh
0: and 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 go that way. Uh I would then, you know, spread urine around outside <laughs> the so that when you come out <laughs> you get it buddy. <laughs> wave. <Wait. laughs> um maybe pile some garbage bags around uh okay get a barking
1: dog shit. okay we got I
0: that got the barking dog uh i'm trying to think of what i don't know like new york to me is just like dive bars and whiskey and glowing lights and you know rain i mean that, that that's a thing that that's a thing that you don't get in la but i don't maybe maybe play you know the sound of a thunderstorm or whatever. Like, you oh, can yeah, on, yeah. Uh, something. You know, um,
1: I was thinking the- of playing the sound of like honking horns.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think no, that's very good.
1: relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think of food because I mean, like people think of New York pizza, but it's very hard.
0: Knishes to, to get like tables, a
1: okay, okay.
0: Uh, hot dogs.
1: Oh yeah, hot dogs might be street fun.
0: dogs. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we never have hot dogs like mm-hmm. ever.
0: But you gotta you gotta just wrap them in like wax paper, like okay. not a not on a plate. Just wrap them in wax paper, uh, with lots of
1: and well, eat them standing up.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if, I don't know if you yeah, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're like a sauerkraut person or anything I'm like a that. huge
2: sauerkraut person. Oh,
0: perfect. So. I mean, that's very much a New York street dog is like wax paper, sauerkraut, the whole thing Uh, Uh, standing up. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else have somebody in a mask, like a, like a bandit mask who goes, your money or your wife.
1: (laughs) Uh, It could be smudgy.
0: And then somebody says, take my wife, please. And plays the violin. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll report back to see how it goes.
0: That's a, yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear. So next week, we're going to hear how that goes. We're going to mm-hmm. hear about La Brea.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, we're, we're, it's going to be like a three-hour episode.
0: We're planning ahead. <laughs> we never do this.
1: I'm going to another dance class this weekend. I'm going to actually have things to talk about. Holy Maybe. shit. We'll see.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, folks. This has been The Long Shot. It is a podcast. You can find it right here where you're listening to it.
1: Sorry about my dog.
0: No, that was too much. Just way too much. We'll see you next time.
2: One, two, three. You've got to get yourself together. You better buy yourself a car. Been so long a scrubber I may not have needed you anyway I won't go kindly I may not even go at all I need you like I need my body to escape me For my body to escape me For my body to escape me